bringing you news and updates from the Alliance of American Football, your source for everything Memphis, with your hosts, Dan and Michelle. This is Memphis AAF. And a happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of Memphis AAF. I am Michelle, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Daniel. Daniel, are you excited for all the Thanksgiving food we will be consuming within 24 hours? I don't think I'm as excited as you are. Oh, I'm excited. Although, <laughs> you should have seen us, like, what, 10 minutes ago? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I made extra cornbread for my dressing, and we were both standing over the cornbread pan, eating out of it with a spoon. I don't know about you, but, like, cornbread is fucking delicious. Yeah, it is. But because it's so good is why we can never have it. Yeah, that's why it's a once yearly. Because <laughs> otherwise we would just eat the whole thing in one go. <laughs> anyway, that's enough about cornbread. Yeah, so today we just wanted to get on just a, a quick episode to kind of give some updates that probably couldn't wait or we didn't feel like waiting. Well, we can't leave you guys hanging. We missed one. We can never do that again. Yeah. We got to bring you the news. <laughs> so shall we get started? Let's do it. First off. Uh, you can actually get Express merchandise in Memphis. Yeah, I saw that on the Express Instagram stories. It was all over the place. It's all over Twitter as well. Do you want to know where you can get it? Tell me. Dicks. Ah, uh, dirty. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Is it? T-shirts. As far as I could see, it was like T-shirts and hoodies. Or if you see like the videos with uh, Coach Singletary and he's got like the the gray shirt with like the red sleeves. That's yeah, available. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, shirts, hoodies. I'm assuming they might have passed, but I don't know. We haven't actually been there. But uh, the Dicks in Cordova. I think they, like the Dicks in all the cities where the teams are, have a, have merch for those teams also. Like San Antonio has it, right? Yeah, Orlando, the Iron. So I'm pretty sure everybody has it. It's just whether or not their social media crew is on announcing it. Ours, our team is on it. Yeah. Sam, you're doing a fantastic job. And if you're not listening, why the hell not? <laughs> Somebody let Sam know. And then give him shit for not listening. Or you'll have to let us know so we can give him shit for not listening. <laughs> oh, wait. We should follow up and see if Khalil's been listening. Oh, yeah. Uh, so anybody with the team, if you want to shoot us an email or send us a message on Twitter. I've got some numbers. I can do some texting. <laughs> let us know if uh, Khalil has caught up yet. If not, he's in for some big trouble. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing. With Thanksgiving this week and traveling, I know a lot of people are traveling. That's another reason why we didn't want to miss an episode. Because if you're in the car or spending time with family and you just want to get outside and get away from the fucking chaos, come and listen to us. Yeah. And for a lot of people who are going to be traveling, what better way to spend a six-hour car ride than listening to our silky smooth voices? Yeah, you can binge all the episodes that you might, may have missed. And how dare you? But Or just re-listen to all of them over again. There you why go. Not? Yeah, I mean, you've got six hours. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> we're assuming everybody has the same commute that we usually do. Yeah, not this year. Nope. We are staying home this year. So we can record an episode for you guys. <laughs> Amongst other things. Like, that's not the only reason. So No, no, no. We need to guilt trip them here. Oh, yeah. This is the only reason. So please feel grateful. And listen and subscribe. Okay, and that's enough of us. All the things. Yes. Moving on. So a quick update on the coaching situation. Uh, Yeah. First off, we need to correct the pronunciation of the man who is no longer with the team. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel bad because it probably wouldn't have taken much to figure it out. I just didn't. But it's actually how mummy. Yeah. Which was probably why he was with the team in the first place, because they were supposed to be something cool like the mummies or the pharaohs or the kings. Well, he was probably listening to the podcast and heard us say mummies and assumed, like us, that that's the only logical name. Definitely. So he definitely reached out to Mike Singletary at that time. They made a deal. He was going to be on board. (laughs) I can't believe I just said that. And um, then once 
the name The Express was revealed, he had to figure out how to get out of it. So for whatever reason, the team and Hal decided to part ways and he will no longer be the offensive coordinator. So who's the offensive coordinator? So we don't know, actually. Wait, I I thought we knew. I thought it was going to be David Lee because that's what it was. So Coach Singletary, among other things, let it slip that Hal was no longer the OC or something happened on whenever he did the radio interviews. Yeah. And the DJ that announced it, like on Twitter, said that David Lee would take over as offensive coordinator. And he's the quarterback coach? Yeah. I listen. <laughs> nice. But that is not completely accurate. He'll act as more, if anything, as like an interim offensive coordinator while they look for somebody to replace. Interesting. I hope that happens quickly and that they find someone good. Yeah. Especially, hopefully it happens before the draft because I feel like that's going to be... A big impact on the offense. Yeah. Yeah. Because with... The air raid offense that we were expecting. I was about to say, we had just talked last week when we finally got to the coaches. We had talked about what a benefit he and his offense style would be to this team. Yeah, and I hope they find somebody soon because that way it can give uh, some direction to the offense. So that way, whenever they go into the draft, they know what kind of quarterback they want to target. Right, that will work in that system, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Assuming that they haven't already decided on Metton Bacon Cheeseburger. Oh, for the quarterback. <laughs> I thought you were talking about for the OC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Do you, speaking of which, yeah. Do you have any? Maybe we did this last time. I can't remember. Do you have any predictions for pick or protect? You know, I don't because I don't know enough about. Like, I don't follow college football at, at all. all. Well, so, no, you do a little bit. We watch a little bit of Memphis. Yeah, and and most more recently, but a lot of these guys over the past couple of years. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know anything about. So I can only really go based on what I see other people talking about. And another favorite is Austin Allen. Right. And then Alex Ross. So we did an article. We, you know, we've got some people writing for the website. And one of them did an article about the QB draft and who our quarterbacks are. And part of this article is talking about Alex Ross and just the insane numbers he put up in college. Where did he play again? Was it UTEP? So he played at Coastal Carolina. Never heard of it. <laughs> You're probably not alone. And then Alejandro Benefield is another favorite of Dale Warren, who is a uh, a member of the team. So it's really hard to say who, as well as there's so many other quarterbacks that could be available. Right. And we mentioned last episode that Scott Tolson and Christian Hackenberg have signed to the Alliance Mm -hmm. and that if they went with the allocation process, they would be allocated to Memphis. However, both quarterbacks have received roster exemptions. So they are going into the draft unallocated. Which is weird, but fine. Yeah. No real understanding why. Other than the fact that like maybe Memphis is like, you know, we've got enough quarterbacks yeah. that they didn't want to retain their allocation. So maybe they gave up the rights to it. Well, that might be an indicator, though, that they already have, feel strongly about someone that's already allocated to them. Like you said, they don't even want those two guys because they feel really strongly about Met and Bacon Cheeseburger or Allen or Benefield or something. Yeah. Or one of the other guys that we have. Right. One of the eight. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Aaron Murray, who also is a quarterback that just signed, signed with the Legends. And he is allocated to Atlanta, but I don't think they have as many. Well, obviously, they don't have as many, but they might not have the same caliber that Memphis has. Well, yeah, because maybe fucking quarterbacks, there's got to be some someone good there. Yeah. And so that kind of throws a little wrench into, I guess, the mock drafts that people have been doing or other teams' plans. Because, like, the fleet go first. I don't think they have a high caliber quarterback. Yeah. So they could opt to, or even, like... um the hotshots, I don't think, have. And so the hotshots are third pick. So they might opt to wait and hope that Hackenberg is available mm-hmm. since Memphis can't uh, protect them. So oh, be- yeah, true. Yeah. 
So speaking of the draft, uh, this is a perfect time to remind you guys about the upcoming watch party. Absolutely. It's going to be Tuesday, obviously, because that's the day of the draft. Obviously. Um, it's going to start at 6 p.m. And it's going to be at the Buffalo Wild Wings on stage in Bartlett. We will definitely be there. I mean, yes, that's, for, like, that's where we go whenever it's like, where do you want to eat tonight? B-dubs. Always B-dubs. And if you don't know where it is, it's across from the big Walmart out there. And it's close to the mall. Yeah. There's a bunch of shit out there. Um, I just kind of realized I'm wearing an express shirt. <laughs> it was clean. Put it on. Yeah. And if you come, you might be able to get some merch. I don't know if they're going to have anything, uh, but Coach is going to be there. <gasps> yeah. We'll get to actually like hang out with him because we've seen him and talked to him a couple of times, but it'll be cool. Like hang out. Yeah, he's always on the go. So whenever we do see him, he's like on the phone and he like looks back and waves and keeps on walking. Right. Or, <laughs> or he barges in on somebody else's interview and decides to be rude. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Maybe we will go to Dick's and get some gear to wear to the draft. Because I have this t-shirt, but it might be nice to get something like a hoodie or something like that. Maybe. I'll be wearing my hat. So There's that. Yeah. Also, really big news. The uniforms are going to be revealed at the watch party. Holy shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We've been waiting and waiting and speculating and looking at mock-ups and, and potential, you know, not potential, but like people's kind of drafts of what they would be. So I'm just like, but this is the thing. With, a- just like with the names, I'm so hopeful. But as you guys all know how I feel about the fucking name, it could be awful. Yeah, like there's a quite a bit of a buildup right now. So I'm hoping we don't get our hopes dashed. Especially because there have been so many cool concept ideas floating around. Like they have this really high bar that's been set by people who aren't even with the league. Yeah. So they really and Koshe is very optimistic about it. He said starters changing the game. Yeah. So hopefully. But I hope it's not changing the game for the fucking worse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because we were told that the Memphis name would be something cool and new and different. And it's shit. Yeah. I Dan gets so tired of hearing me talk about and complain about this stupid name. I'm sure you guys do too. I'm I'm sorry. I'm angry. <laughs> I don't know if we've actually played that soundbite before. No, because that came from something else and we ended up cutting all of it or cutting quite a bit of it. And that was just one part that we kept. That was from the episode where we were talking about the names. Oh, yeah. That's where we found out what it was. And I was just like, when we were recording, the content was not good because I was so frustrated. Like... This works better. We're way more entertaining when we're in a, in a good mood. And that time was not good because I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. And it was also like early in the morning. We just woken up. Yeah. And like because uh, the names had been revealed earlier. You woke up at like fucking 5 a.m. Yeah. Just so I could be ready for it. Yeah. But anyway, we're, we're moving on. Back to present. No, no. <laughs> I, I And that's the thing. I almost want to apologize to you guys. Because like I said, Dan is annoyed with me talking about it. And I'm sure you guys are. But it's just so bad. And I just like, I, I just don't know why. But I can't get over it. It just sucks. And like when you see people on Twitter talking shit, someone was saying a potential uniform was just a dude covered in shipping labels. I mean, what the fuck can you even say about that? That's just funny. But you can't come back to the fleet with anything like... Oh, fuck you. You're a ship. Like, you know what I mean? It's just weak. So it's just, we're easy to make fun of. We're the memes. I mean, come on. Well, okay. Damn. So, what? I thought I had a pretty good comeback. Oh, what was your comeback? That was uh, L that Cochet had ordered for the fleet. Oh. The, I worded it better. At least I hope I did. But essentially, <laughs> like, it was delivering something, like a net loss or something. Or also, hashtag deliver the pain. Okay. That one's not so bad. 
So there, there is something we can, anyway, moving on. So if you're <laughs> feeling in a charitable mood, uh, feel free to participate in the Operation Warm Hearts earlier that day uh, next Tuesday. What's that? So it's a coat drive that the Express is working with the Shelby County Schools for people to donate winter coats. Oh, that's pretty cool. Is it happening like at a place that we go or is it just like, I don't know, how does it work? It's at the Shelby County Schools in front of the board of directors. You can find all the information on the website, memphisaaf.com slash event. But if you don't feel like going to the website, and I don't blame you, it's at 160 South Hollywood Street. And it's in front of the Board of Education, like I said before. So go there 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Go deliver your coat and then meet us at B-Dubs for some wings and the QB draft. I'm really excited about this. I think it's going to be a fun way for us to all hang out. But I'm also really excited to watch the draft and like see how it takes place. Oh, and I saw this today when I was scrolling through Instagram. Uh, Kurt Warner is the lead analyst for the draft. Did you see that? Yeah, that's actually in my notes to talk about. I forgot that he was like part of this whole thing. Yeah. So it'd be good somebody who like knows his shit is going to be offering some insight. I know. And and that's kind of why I like listening to Tony Romo when he's a commentator, because he was kind of a shit quarterback. I mean, not shit, but anyway, he was polarizing, I guess. That's a, that's a different story. But. <laughs> but I love the insight that he's able to provide, kind of like Troy Aikman. They're able to provide really good insight to what's happening because they were on the field. So yeah, I think that's the kind of role that Kurt Warner will be able to play. And especially, you know, with Kurt Warner, the fact that he does know a little bit, at least, about quarterbacking. Just a little bit. So he can offer insight as to, like, the quality of the players or, like, to their background or, like, what their potential is or what they have to offer. But I understand that we have a lot of fans that actually can't make it to Buffalo Wild Wings. <gasps> Sad. We do have somebody that's actually, I think they live in Long Island. What? I think they're from Memphis, but they just live in New York. Hell. So they're supporting the Express. How cold and- is it there? <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine quite. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. And like, there's a lot of fans in Arkansas that might not be able to make the trip to Memphis. Sure, sure, sure. So it's going to be broadcast on CBS Sports Network. But if you don't have that channel, there are two things you can do. Okay. One, if you still want to watch it on your TV, just sign up for like a free trial of like Hulu or pretty much anything. And during that seven days or however long their free trial is, watch it then. Or... You can go to AAF.com and the Alliance will be streaming it on the website. Oh, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And one more way that the league is making everything accessible to people. And on top of that, we might do a short little live stream. So if you guys follow us on Instagram, we might do a little bit of life. Yeah. So if you haven't followed us yet, why the hell not? But if you're new, I'll forgive you. Just go to Instagram. We're at Memphis AAF pod. It'll be cool, too, because if we go live, we'll be there with a lot of people from the team. So if you guys have questions, maybe we can hear what they've got to say. We can ask them in person, get your answers. So, yeah, come hang out with us. Uh, We talked to someone earlier who had some insider knowledge on the draft. And I asked him a question because my question was, if you pick or protect, does that change your draft order? So the draft order is already established, one through eight. But let's say the person or the team in slot two was going to pick instead of protect someone that moves into the end of the line so my question was does that then change the draft order or does it stay the same regardless if you pick or protect right and it doesn't so two through four are completely set in stone right so it's going to go one through eight eight through one one through eight eight through one right no Uh, matter if you pick or protect yeah so we put out a questionnaire or like i I put out like an ask me anything on social media and got some few questions and we actually Got to talk to somebody to get some of these questions answered. 
a little inside knowledge for you guys. <laughs> so the one thing that I was curious about, and I think we talked about it before, is Josh Jasper being a place kicker in college, but listed as a punter. Yeah, I think we actually talked about it in like two different episodes. So there we go. It's something I can't get over, apparently. Well, we definitely talked about it in the last episode and then in the previous live stream that we did. Okay, okay, okay. So I think that's what it was. Anyway. The question I had in my mind was that, is he going to handle both punting and kicking duties? So we talked to somebody and they said it is one of the positions that they're hoping to take a look at during the tryouts that are coming up. Right. So he said they wanted to fill other positions first and kind of leave the special teams jobs like that until tryouts or local guys or something. Yeah, because he says something about like it's easy to kind of alter the video or like just make it seem like you're a lot better than you are in video. And so that's something they wanted to see in person. And it's cool that it's local because it kind of goes along with the whole allocation thing. But being able to see that in a local tryout and getting everyone together would be really cool. So we're hoping that Garrett Burr gets signed. Yeah, we interviewed him in episode three. So go back and listen if you haven't. But he's just a cool guy, good punter that I think would bring a lot to the team. So if you want to help out friend of the pod, Garrett Berg, tweet out with a hashtag sign iceberg. Let's see if we can get him on the team. It'd be really cool. <laughs> yeah. So since these trials will be local and we don't have to travel or go to Texas or anything, and it doesn't seem like it's super top secret, do you think that maybe we'll be able to go? Shockingly, the alliance still isn't open <laughs> to to the public when, when it comes to like this kind of thing. So no, we unfortunately will not be able to watch the tryouts. Not at all. At all. Like, what if we like stood outside the stadium, got some sort of like scaffolding, and watched with binoculars? Oh, maybe we should get a drone and we can just like fly a drone <gasps> over the stadium. Definitely, we should spend hundreds of dollars <laughs> so that we can watch this happen. Hey, if you want to support the podcast and help. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just going to be like dudes running drills. It's not even really going to yeah. be anything legendary. And because I don't think they'll even, I mean, maybe they do. I don't know. But like wear jerseys with their names or signs. We'll have right. no idea who anyone even <laughs> is. So it's just going to be a bunch of dudes running around a field. But they will be looking at all positions, even quarterbacks. So maybe they'll sign another quarterback. Which would be crazy. But they don't want to leave any stone unturned. Like yeah. they want to make sure that the right talent gets on the field. Yep. So it's really cool that they're giving players... A lot of opportunities like this. Yeah. And if nothing else, like maybe they can, if they see somebody who's really good, they can let maybe one of the other teams know like, hey, here's a guy you might want to take a look at or whatever. Yeah, because these are unallocated guys, right? That are going to the tryout. So they're either allocated to Memphis, I think, or unallocated, but they definitely can't be allocated to another team. Okay, okay, okay. And no word yet if other teams are going to be doing tryouts on their own, but it would be cool if they did. I thought I had seen something somewhere where it said that they were. I th I'm pretty sure I saw San Antonio or San Diego. I could be wrong. I could be really off here, but I thought so. Hey, if you know, let us let us know if you're... Uh, I, I'm telling you right now that I know that something could be possibly happening that I might have seen on Twitter. Well, there you heard it, folks. <laughs> Definitive possibility. <laughs> okay, so what else we got on the roster? So last week, was it last week we talked about how many players? I think it is. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. a previous episode... We talked about just how many players are on the Memphis roster, and they're still going to host tryouts. But one of the things I said... Oh, yeah. You had a question about, like, are they breaking the rules, or do they not have to be down? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out that the roster limits aren't exactly in place. But before training camp starts, Memphis will have to cut their roster down to 75. And training camp is in January in San Antonio, yeah? Yep. Starts so, January 4th. So before then, they've got to get cut it down. Yeah. Gotcha. But there are exemptions for like injuries or like a taxi squad, which is kind of like a practice squad, I think. But it's players that can like work out in practice. So That's so weird. Have you heard of that before? I haven't. And you've heard of a lot of shit with football. <laughs> weird. Okay. 
So one question that's really been bugging us is the allocation process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's really been bugging me because there's players that are allocated to Memphis that Memphis isn't going to sign yet because they haven't been released. They can't sign anywhere else. So there will be a release sometime in December. After the QB draft? Yeah, after the QB draft. And apparently there's going to be mini camps. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, is that not what we were just talking about? No, we're talking about the tryouts. Oh, and that's different from a mini camp? So the mini camp is, uh, so it's going to be like the players that have been signed are practicing or doing whatever. Now that I really want to go to. Hopefully we can, uh, let maybe they'll let us go to that. But anyway, that's coming up. And so I'm assuming that the release will happen after the mini camp. Why? What's the what? What impact does that have? Okay, so if you remember back when we interviewed uh, Nathan Shackelford on episode eleven, yeah, a uh, little plug there. Go back to memphisaaf.com slash eleven to listen to that. Especially after this one, you still have what four and a half hours on your road trip? Yeah, come on, guys, get to it. Anyway, he had talked about how during training camp, there's probably going to be a lot of cuts because like players just aren't in football shape or they haven't taken care of themselves or whatever reason, right? That there's likely going to be a lot of cuts. So I expect that minicamp is going to be the same thing, or that's where we're going to see these cuts. Because they could possibly get injured or just not be ready. Well, not necessarily injured, but just, yeah, just not football ready. Right. Oh, and if they, like, so if all these players stay allocated, Memphis still has this pool to choose from of people to possibly replace who they might have to cut. Yeah. I see. So these teams host these minicamps. They realize that, like, these five guys that they're counting on actually suck or they're not in football shape anymore, cut those guys, they still have their allocated players that they can pull from. And then once mini camps are over, then players are released, and then the rest of the team. Otherwise, you're just kind of screwed if another team kind of comes in and seals the players that are allocated to you. Right, right, right. But if you want... Okay, I just had a question that I think is silly, and you probably... I probably know the answer to this. But can they sign unallocated players? They can sign... Allocated to Memphis and unallocated, yeah? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, if you're unallocated completely, so your college isn't allocated, and you haven't played professionally in the NFL or CFL, then you can sign with any team. Yeah, and if you're not sure how the draft is going to work, just go back to the previous episode, number 16. Have I been saying 15 for the last episode? If I know, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, we're on episode 17. Whoa. Right? So anyway, go back to the previous episode where we discuss the draft. So now there are two little fun things that I want to talk to Michelle about. Ooh, fun things. I think I know part of one thing. (laughs) So the first thing, so in the last episode, we were talking about long snappers because we had Andrew East was signed to the team. Sean Johnson's husband. Exactly. And we were talking about how long snappers are an underappreciated position, even though they're immensely important. Uh Uh-huh. And you brought up laces out, but that's how it's on like the holder. Uh Uh-huh. It's actually on the snapper. Really? They have to, the way they snap has to do a certain number of rotations. So when the holder gets it, they can just put it down, laces out. You guys should see my face right now. <laughs> my face is full of shock. I had no idea. Yeah, somebody reached out to us on Twitter and, and let me know that. That's insane. And I'm pretty sure the AAF, somebody from the Alliance is listening to our show. What up? Because as soon as we released that episode, they started releasing videos on Instagram called the Long Snapper Challenge or hashtag Long Snapper Challenge. And it's videos of these long snappers doing incredible things. That like, is so cool. <laughs> like somebody was like, he knocked a water bottle off a practice dummy from like 10 yards out. That's insane. And another guy snapped it through a moving vehicle, through the windows. What? What? I'm going to have to watch <laughs> these videos. Yeah, for sure. That is so cool. I wonder if that's true. If we were talking about long snappers and then they went and made those videos. <laughs> Uh, it has to be, right? What house were they? I mean, but really, though, I mean, 
because honestly, when was the last time you even, I honestly didn't even know that was a position that you drafted for. Right. So, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming, I'm being a little facetious because I'm assuming they don't listen to the show. Because like a lot of these videos are kind of produced. I might have taken more time than one week. Yeah. Or just like an hour. Yeah. So it was almost like the same day, if oh, I remember correctly. Yeah. So it's pretty, oh. it was very close. So if they did listen to the show and get some idea and then have all these guys do these incredible stunts, power to you because that's incredible. That was really cool. So the second thing, and this I want to end on like a really funny note, was something I had heard about years ago, and it just kind of came back to the forefront. I feel like this is Christmas morning. I have no idea what we're about to say, but you're really excited about it. (laughs) So our head coach. Mike Singletary. Used to play for? Chicago Bears. He was a linebacker. I knew that. Part of the defense. Exactly. Samurai Mike. What's his nickname? Samurai Mike. Okay, okay, okay. So, I mean, this was like the 85 Bears that are legendary. Right. And- they put out a music video. The Bears did? Called the Super Bowl Shuffle. What? With a little rap from Mike Singletary. <gasps> Let me watch this right now. Pull this up right now. So we're going to put the full video in the show notes, but we're going to play Mike Singletary's part right now. You guys, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Get ready to cringe. I'm Samurai Mike. I stop him cold. Part of the defense. Big and bold. I've been jamming for quite a while, doing what's right and setting the style. Give me a chance, I'll rock you good. Nobody messing in my neighborhood. I didn't come here looking for trouble. I just came to do the Super Bowl Shuffle. We are the Bears Shuffling Crew. Shuffling on down, doing it for you. We're so bad, we know we're good. Blowing your mind like a new year's word. You know we're just strutting for fun. Strutting our stuff on everyone. We're not here to start no trouble. My God. So happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Here's what we all have to do. We all have to learn Mike Singletary's verse and sing it like <laughs> at the start of every game. We're not here to cause no trouble. We're just here to do the express shuffle. Oh, God. Maybe the Memphis shuffle. Okay. 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 Yes. Memphis shuffle. Maybe we can get the team to do it. To recreate this. <gasps> oh my God, we've got to do this. Like, this has got to be our thing. Singletary said that he's not going to. That's why. Somebody asked him, like, on an interview, but I'm, I'm pretty sure we can get Coche to do it. <gasps> yes. <laughs> do you think we can find some, some glasses like what um, oh, Singletary was wearing? Somebody called him, like, I was looking at the comments on YouTube, and somebody called him an adult Steve Urkel. He really looked like a dad. Like, he yes. really looked like a dad. A dad that has some moves, but a dad nonetheless. <laughs> I don't know if you call those moves, but. No, no, no. He some rhythm much better than some of those other oh dudes. yeah yeah some of those dudes just a lot of them a lot of guys just had no rhythm well they're football players <laughs> yeah they're not paid to dance or or really have finesse yeah yeah well happy thanksgiving guys <laughs> so don't forget to come to the watch party this tuesday at buffalo wild wings buffalo wild wings on stage by the mall if you can't be there there's places to watch it on your phone on your tv and we'll be going live yeah and it starts at six o'clock so, uh, see us there. Yeah. Safe travels. Hope you guys have a super duper Thanksgiving and, uh, we'll see you Tuesday. In a map. Oh my God, the cowbell. <laughs>